Hello, and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to liveaboard cruising. We're on a boat. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> so it's taken us a little time to do a podcast since we got here because why? Well, we only got here Saturday night. What it's day is Wednesday it even? morning. Yeah. So Saturday night, Sunday we went to a little birthday party. Mhm. And then our neighbor, our boat neighbor had a birthday party. And then we had to sleep and catch up on our jet lag. You I had s- I slept till 1 on uh what was that? Yesterday. <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. And here we are. So, what was your first impression when you first got back on the boat? Um, well, it was a little weird because it had been five months away from the boat and away from boat life. And, and, uh, so yeah, we're slowly adjusting back to the boat. I looked at you and you said, we live on a boat. I'm like, (laughs) did you forget? (laughs) No, but it's, you know, you're living in the mountains and suddenly you're back on the boat in Montenegro and and so I don't know it's a little little weird yeah it's a little transition yeah major yeah it's like we can't figure out what we're supposed to be doing a little bit well we have a list but you know the now we're getting back in the groove but the first first day is like oh where is this where is that and you kind of forgot some basic stuff like in the dark you knew where the switches are and suddenly you're like isn't there a switch here (laughs) yeah like we couldn't find the light switches that was the first thing what was the other thing um we couldn't figure out how to uh turn on the lights or something and you kept like flicking stuff oh yeah so we had lights in the salon but in in the halls um, <laughs> there was no lights. So he started going down and looking at the main panel. In yeah, the so I was room. like, oh, there must be a breaker that we switched when we left. And there must be, I need to switch it back. And so I went to uh, the engine room compartment and then looked at all the breakers. And I'm like, nope. And looked at the other side. I'm like, nope. And I looked at the panel, 12-volt panel, uh probably three or four times and it's written both in English and in French <laughs> so then I looked at the panel and I said is, doesn't this mean whole lights isn't that supposed to be on yeah. and yeah the lights came on yeah I don't know why I was reading over yeah. it and uh, so eventually we figured out <laughs> we had to switch this uh, I don't know we forgot so I think the reason why this story is interesting is I mean we've got a big season ahead of us and we're like Starting from scratch. No, it's no, It's like no. we forgot how no, to No, no, because when we uh, put back the tent, the cushions, and, you know, hook up the water. It all starts know. coming back. Yeah, yeah. Everything <laughs> is just easier. You've done it before. It's like it took us a while for our brains to start. Yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to say the excuses that, you know, we had the long flight. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> we have to talk about... Uh, 
uh, the the flight and you know yeah let's we can we can do that i also wanted you to kind of describe you know where we're at and um what's going on yeah well we're in the puerto montenegro marina uh so it's uh, located in, so near tivat and it's a beautiful marina that was built or like 10, Not very long ago. ago. Yeah. Well, or modernized or something, but it's yeah. beautiful and the facilities are amazing. Everything works. Everything's new. They maintain things. Yeah. Um, you have some fancy yachts all around. Really the fancy. Black Pearl. Yeah. Um, Got the Black Pearl over here and it's uh, on this side of the marina by us because the Masts are so high, it interferes with the airspace of the airport on the other side of the marina, which is yeah a bizarre thought. Yeah, they have to uh, light up at the top of the mast, you know, some red lights at night. Uh, so, yeah, it's a big boat. <laughs> yeah. So the weather's been a little chilly at night. Um, but And then yesterday it rained with thunder and lightning, which was a bummer. But and um, e- Sunday it was nice and sunny, and today it's sort of overcast a little bit yeah the general forecast is like uh, rainy um cloudy um so hopefully uh today was supposed to rain it's sunny uh, cloudy and sunny so so we'll see because we need uh those two weeks how much time do we have Uh, week and a half week and a half yeah no it's already wednesday stefan wednesday that's why i'm like chop chop let's get to the list Okay. So anyway, we started um, on the list, which we'll talk about. But why don't you why don't you cover like what it was like getting through um, from the U.S. back here? Yeah. So basically, uh, it was definitely super useful to have a vaccination card. Um, Aside from just not getting sick. <laughs> yeah, but not for travel purposes. Yeah. They definitely accept. The, the vaccination card we had done a pcr test on like a wednesday morning our flight left flew it friday night on friday evening and we had not gotten the results yet so so that was good the vaccination card did it uh, i think it helped also that we had the temporary resident cards for montenegro uh, because the rules slightly different rules for residents um, then we got the results of a test uh, while we were in Istanbul airport. At our layover. Yeah. but Which was uh, short. It was like an hour. Yeah. We were rushing. And But again, um, the vaccination card was only what we needed. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah, that was pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. So we hope that vaccination card helps us uh, as yeah, we travel from country to country. It seems like I read the entry requirements for Croatia and it said that was that was one of the things too. It definitely speeds things up. You don't have to worry about testing um, and on and on. So yeah. why don't you also... <laughs> and also just uh, and because PCR tests also, if you do them, like in Montenegro, it's like 80 euros. But I think in Croatia, I heard it's like 200, 200 per right. person. So it adds up. So if the vaccination card can work yeah. and replace that, that's perfect. Right now, Croatia, the numbers, the COVID numbers, were in Montenegro are good. Uh, they've been um, uh, kind of going down. In Croatia as well, they're going down. Uh, but Greece and especially Turkey uh, are really bad. The trends yeah. are like. 
going up and really bad. So Greece is expected to or is trying to open mid-May, um, likely that they're going to have to postpone. So we know a couple of boats here were trying to leave for Greece and they don't know how long they're going to have to be here um, until Greece opens up. And so we hope Greece and Turkey gets their act together. So later in the season, when we are ready to go, uh, we can get there. But right now, we we just also um, a boat that was our neighbor, um, Turkish boat, and left Montenegro. So just this morning, and they cannot stop in Greece. So they have to go straight from Montenegro to Turkey about eight days mm-hmm. uh, with no stop because Greece was not will not accept them. Yeah. So that's a bummer. So you want to also talk about the world's most expensive box? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we the, so yeah, we we ordered different boat parts. We talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. And then so we shipped it with DHL and that would have been like 15 or 1600 dollars, but uh we got a 10% discount, so I think it was 1400 something to ship it here. And he got here on Monday, met with the custom officer, and then and then we... Opened. So first of all, let's describe the customs officer. She's like, what? She was taller than you. Uh, maybe same, yeah. So you're six foot two. So she was at least six foot two. I was looking at you guys standing next to each other and she seemed taller than you, but it could have been her hair. She had it like really high. <laughs> and her heels. <laughs> high heels. And she was not in a good mood no. at all. And so the yacht assist guy sits us down and he goes, okay, you have other things in the box and it's not boat parts. So why and don't you so, yes. talk about what you tried to smuggle in? <laughs> yeah, so what happened is... Uh, so we um, we put all the boat parts together. We had some leftover like uh, bubble wrap to try to um, uh, to fill the box so it doesn't move around. Especially if there's some heavy parts in there. Uh, and then because there was extra, extra space and we had some vitamins and turmeric and so we just uh, stuffed it in there. So but- St- Stefan's like a, a walking apothecary <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's so, got all his like probiotics but when I, vitamin b and... i didn't bother to mention when we shipped it that there was like so parts i thought plus. it was a few bottles like i didn't remember what we put in there i mean because i had a bottle of d manos or something which is like cranberry x whatever and um i thought oh okay we'll just like shove it in the box because there's room right yeah. but i didn't realize how much of that stuff was in the box until we well unpacked much, the box. it didn't okay. matter what mattered was uh, it was not declared it was just declared both parts because i thought it was not big deal so she was not happy like she was it's this is not both parts <laughs> this is not both parts <laughs> yeah. and um yeah we better be careful actually bringing her up in the <laughs> podcast yeah. yeah and um because i mean not only could we it could have been confiscated but we could have been fine yeah right well, so the best yeah. case scenario is what in the end happened they let us uh, take it but um yeah they could have confiscated that and or we could they could have found us find us for a couple, couple thousand, thousand dollars yeah 
So So the guy who was with Yodisus who was helping us, I mean, he he wasn't a small person either. I'm cuz everybody lives here is really tall apparently. Mm-hmm. And so he's another, he was like six foot three or something. And he was like, she's in a really bad mood. Like, just don't say anything. So Stefan goes out and, and, and she says, you know, this isn't, this isn't, I'm, I'm not following the rules or something like this. And Stefan, you know, starts saying, oh, I'm really sorry. And I'm just, I went around the corner and she just, she just completely let loose on you. And even I was uncomfortable. (laughs) And I like, I don't like, usually I'm okay with conflict. And she was yelling at you and you kept talking and I'm like, be quiet. Stop talking. She was yelling. She was, yeah, she was shouting at you. She was definitely, uh, Anyway. Acting like a custom officer. Yeah, so she said, don't do it again. And we kind of took our box and ran back to the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was the world's most expensive box, which on this side, then we had to pay $170 to receive Euros. the box. Yeah. Sorry. Which Europe. is a flat fee for any shipment uh, from outside Montenegro to Montenegro. So, yeah. We were did. thinking about getting a Predict When SIM card sent, but, you know, the SIM card costs, what, 10 10 bucks 10 bucks yeah it will be shipped from the uk and uh, totally forgot to get that in the u.s and now that we're in montenegro yeah even to ship a little sim card (laughs) 170 euros we would have to pay like yeah Yeah. anyway so that was the box that's what happened to the box so then we unpacked the box and i i was looking at all the stuff in there i'm like i don't know why we just didn't pack another suitcase but oh well (laughs) it Mm. was it is what it is so then we started a to-do list. So let's talk about what's on the list. Lots of stuff. <laughs> Never-ending list. No. We, like, what are the things that we have to do to put the boat back together? I mean, we put the tent up, and that was actually pretty easy. The tent and the helm tent and the helm And the cover, cushions. And the cushions and all that. And uh, connected the water, electricity. What else did we do? Well, we have uh, to rerun all the lines because we removed uh, all the lines before the winter. So we have to run everything back. Uh, we have to de-win- or we winterize the water maker. Um, so we have to... And that uh, took you a while to do that. Yeah, so. it's, a, it's a process. And so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what it takes to um, uh, to get it ready. Um, what, uh, well, we we with some of the boat parts we bought. You know, we bought a brake for the wheel. Yeah, the, the uh, our wheel doesn't have a brake, mm-hmm. so which is a problem when you're motoring because there's no way to keep. Uh, well, no. If you're motoring, you have the autopilot. But when you're docking or like close quarter well, maneuvers, yeah, yeah, then then you want to lock the wheel. So we bought that. So we have to install that. Um, uh, I don't know. There's the a bunch ready. of stuff. Well, get your list. Bust your list out. <laughs> you worked the, on the list. But. The main was wrapped, and uh, so hopefully um, uh, the water. Yeah. Stayed out of the main, so we'll have to raise it, make sure everything looks okay. Um, we have some, um, uh, right now in the salon, we have some, the gas, uh, the, not the gas tanks, the dive tanks. Dive tanks. And tank. so we're waiting to um, get a compartment installed in the cockpit for that before we move them. We have to get the engine on the dinghy. 
Yeah, but before that, we are doing uh, adding a board uh, to have a place where, when it's the winter on a passage, we can store the the outboard uh, safely inside. And, and um, so, before we put back on the, put it back on the dinghy, we have to um, get that project done and complete. Um, so yeah, a bunch of stuff. There must be more interesting stuff than that on the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You make it seem like there's nothing to do. Oh, well, no, there is plenty to do. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, our, anyway. our heater died yesterday. We have a little space heater on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. So and we had to go to the store and get, uh, yeah, or it's super nice to have a, a boat neighbors and kind of a community like we got here. Uh, you wanted milk for your coffee the next day. <laughs> they gave us some almond milk. When our oh, the uh, another neighbor like I uh, wanted to make you oatmeal, my dear. That's oh, why. okay, yeah. not for your coffee. Yeah, I could, I'll drink coffee black. I don't care. Sure, <laughs> I believe that <laughs> if I have to. And then um, yeah, another boat neighbor. I mean, drove you to the supermarket. Yeah, took us uh, to the supermarket. So that was super nice. When our that was heater. the that's the Australian couple. Couple we did an interview with earlier, Kim and Stephen on yeah. Mimpy. They're super nice. Yeah. And then the uh, for the the milk and that's so Vu and Bella. And we Bella. also did a, like a another an, podcast. Yeah, another podcast. So yeah, it's it's nice to be part of a small community where people help each other and and then you socialize. It's 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 different for the from the normal life, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> in big cities or. Time goes by though, you know. Mm-mm. So. Um, yeah, and then we have um, another Fountain Peugeot who just uh, came next to us. It looks like they're they're chartering mm. their boat, and I don't know if they're coming or going. At they're the leaving. Moment. They're leaving right now, so there might be some background noise. Mm. But yeah, so that's what's that's what's kind of going on. And then mm. um, yeah, yesterday I woke up at like ten minutes to one. And you came down because you were sneaking around the bed trying to get the space heater for me not to notice. And then I woke up and I'm like, oh, my God, what time is it? And you said one o'clock. And I thought you were joking. It was 1245. And I was and I looked at the clock and I was like, what the heck? Because I didn't sleep very well, Um, which is strange because usually I can travel a lot and not have any problems. But I haven't been traveling. So I guess that was a problem. And, um, yeah, I slept in really late. And then I. At one o'clock, I had a conference call um, back mm-hmm. with the state, so it's a good thing you you woke me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so doing a little bit of work, kind of trying to wind down some projects um, before we get started for the season, and um, excited to get kind of everything put back together and learn about where we're going next, which is Croatia. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you want to you want to just talk about the condition of the boat, like when we came back. Oh, yeah, no, the boat... Uh, it was immaculate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it helped that we had... Um, well, of course, I mean... Somebody look after the boat so when it was... Um, and he washed it once a month and he, you know, ran the engines and... Yeah, 30 minutes, um, just keep things running. Checked all the bilges, you know, yeah. checked all the systems. Oops, Stefan's going to go help them... Uh, are you going to go help them? The boat is taking off. Oh, my gosh. It's going to hit us. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. They're going so fast. 
out of here. I'm back. So how was that? Uh, all good. <laughs> <laughs> they were like going really fast out of here. Didn't it seem like they were going really fast? I don't uh, know. No, the speed was okay, but the stern was getting close, and yeah. and so yeah, that's about life. Yeah, you just want to be there, yeah. and uh, in case, yeah. in case you can help out, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, boat was in ma- immaculate condition. Um, the guy who watched after our boat, Damir, was a local guy here. He was amazing, and um, he he lives just you can point at his house from where we're sitting and he works at the marina Mm -hmm. and then he moonlights kind of watching boats i guess and um he did a great job and we showed up and there was like chocolate on the (laughs) counter for us and i kind of felt bad because we should have brought him back something but anyway we gave him no space extra bonus so well yeah he left us a bottle of like some kind of local yeah i don't know what it was and then uh and chocolate yeah for Thanking us for <laughs> him watching for the opportunity, he said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which was yeah really sweet. Yeah, um, and during the while we were gone and while he was watching the boat, he got COVID and he mm. was out for a few weeks and he said he's not fully recovered. So yeah, getting better. Yeah. All right. So anything else you want to cover? Or should we get started on the list? Uh. Yes. You don't want to get started on the list. I know you. <laughs> yeah, we'll get started. Okay, so that's all we have for now. We're really excited to kind of get back into the swing of things uh, with the podcast and keep you guys updated. If you have any suggestions for topics, make sure you shoot us an email at sailingallen at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now.